Ultra's improved your favorite arcade game. First, we added two new levels, then packed it with bigger, stronger enemies, and a ton of extra foot soldiers. Next, we punched up the action with knockout new attack moves, and crime fighting scenes like the Ninja Castle. If that doesn't swell your shell, we made one more small adjustment. Introducing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, the arcade game for your NES. I got a totally new game again! Turtles 2! Back in the sewer! Cover the sewer! Get down the We now present TurtleCast, a six-part podcast delving into the history of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Hey, I'm Brandon. Hey, it's Jimmy. And Billy. And Mike. And we are here for yet another episode of Turtlecast. We took a little bit of a hiatus uh, since we last met up because uh, me and Jimmy had to do some globe trotting. Jimmy was in California and Las Vegas. I was in New York and I was stuck in Philly for over a day. That was fun. And, and I was stuck your... in my basement. <laughs> you all in your goddamn travel. <laughs> it, it was... It was a thing, but I don't think there's any traveling for me in the near t- future because I had like the travel day from hell. But s- there has been some news that has transpired since then. I wanted to bring up before we get into today's topic. It has been officially announced that there is going to be a new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cartoon based on the Mutant Mayhem movie. It's called Tales of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It's been announced for 2024. I'm, I'm going to guess it's going to be on Paramount+. Plus. I, I mean, because streaming like is I the saw future. That announced. Yeah, so yeah, I think they've um, yeah. kind of cleared that up. Yeah. And uh, also since then, uh, Billy watched Mutant Mayhem. What did you think? About what I had originally said, honestly, it, uh, Jimmy had said previously, it wasn't made for me. Uh, what did you think about like the music? action? What's that? What did you think about the music? Yeah, the music. The music too. was fun. I love the, I love the, the music. I love the music. Cool. That's pretty cool. The I think the music and the action in that movie yeah. is really, really tight. It notch. worked together really well. Like the no diggity scene, the, the music and those scenes actually worked together really well. That, that part was fun. Yeah, I'll give you that. What are you laughing at, Jimmy? Does <laughs> <laughs> Billy will coin a phrase, he'll say it in a certain way to make me laugh. It's, anyways, it's, go ahead. Also, I want to paint a really quick word picture for our uh, viewers because you can't see how we're recording this today. We, uh, we set up our podcast studio a little bit differently today. And, of course, later we're going to be talking about the uh, toy empire that uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was uh, is all about. And Jimmy has stacked toys all the way on top of this uh, <laughs> on top of this table. I can't see Jimmy at all. I just see a big Raphael looking at me. So it's going to be weird for me. I'm just I'm just putting that out there. But anyway, back back to Billy. I, I just had to I had to talk about the elephant in the room for a minute. Real Wizard of Oz vibes yes, going on. Yes, yes. There's really not much more to say about it. I mean, you all talked about the gist of it. Uh, our, our last cast, anyways. I didn't like the uh, the words that I did. <laughs> <laughs> I hate words too. No, uh, specifically, what words? Dialogue. <laughs> yeah, the, the, sorry, oh, the dialogue. dialogue. The dialogue that yeah. I couldn't understand. Yes, it gets like very uh, teenish, and as uh, yeah. Mike said last time, it's very uh, New York slang. Yeah, a yeah. lot of it's full of the. the Specifically, that bacon, egg, and cheese scene that seems oh, to be. I hate that scene so much. Uh, annoy- yeah, yeah, a lot yeah, of people seem to have that reaction. It wasn't great, yeah. Which is like understandable because I didn't, I didn't get the New York stuff until I no. saw somebody explain that on social media. Right, right. Well, you have a child, so you would understand a little bit more of what they say in this movie. I yeah, assume. but he's also nine, so he's not exactly uh, running around with like teenager slang. He doesn't say no cap or anything like that, at least not in our conversations that's anyway. Good. That's good because I still don't know. I just learned the other day means. what the Riz means. Oh, really? What is it's it? It's short for charisma. Charisma. I told you all this. But how does you that, did? 
Yeah, I, I mean, I think I had this conversation. But how does that work? Like, it's a conversation. I, it's just like, oh, he's got the Riz. It's, I think it's like when you're like, like hitting on special. You're hitting on somebody that you're interested in. Like, oh, oh, he's got the Riz. Okay. Are you guys going to watch this uh, TV show, Tales of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Mike? I mean, I'm definitely going to watch it, if nothing else, just out of general curiosity. They haven't really said too much or shown anything other than a logo. Uh, it, given the name, I'm assuming it'll probably be like a little standalone story. That's, that's, that's what I was about to say. The, the comic is more kind of standalone. When it right, came and to then Tales. even the, the final season of the 2012 series, which they dubbed Tales of the mm -hmm. Ninja Turtles, which, yeah, uh, which, nice which gave nice little like two to three episode arcs with different stories. So... They could do stuff like that, and it would be fun. I personally would like to see an actual story that bridges the gap between Mutant Mayhem and whatever the second movie's going to end up being called. Yeah. But if nothing else, out of curiosity, I'll definitely watch it. I mean, I watched Rise. Yeah. So That's true. Uh, Billy, are you going to watch the show at all? I'll probably check it out, because I do have streaming services now. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I moved up in the world. <laughs> Jim, um, welcome to the future, buddy. Yeah, yeah. I went away from cable, and now I can watch, uh, I got Paramount Mount Plus, and I can... This is why cable's not, people. Exactly. I, I when can... Billy moves up, you know it's time. <laughs> yeah, it's you were just telling me cable. about a, a Western you were watching. I was. Yeah. <laughs> you what Western were you watching? Uh, Seven Guns of the Magnificent North. Oh, North okay. North, or something like that. Uh Guns of the Magnificent Seven. That's what it was. Was Burt Reynolds in it? No. He has in a lot of those. Old but it's George Kennedy and James Whitmore work. Okay. Uh, the Wonders of Streaming in 2023. Yes. Right. Yes. And Marty Shiro. <laughs> Jimmy, are you going to check out Tales of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Uh, if it's free on my TV, I will check anything out once. I'm definitely going to I'm definitely going to check out at least the uh, first two or three episodes. That's usually how I do TV shows and comics anymore. If it's something new, I give it two episodes uh, to at least kind of fill it out, see how it is. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it. More Turtles is always a good thing in my book. Now, in episode three, I gave you gentlemen some homework that ended up being <coughs> super entertaining, if you ask me. Uh, so I decided to come up with another homework assignment for us today before we start to talk about one of our main topics today. If you could pull out your time scepters and travel back in time to the early 1990s, I'm going to make you the pl the, the playmate. I'm going to make you the president <laughs> of Playmate Toys. You have all the power when it comes to the development of TMNT toys, which are selling like hotcakes right now. My mission for you is to come up with a new TMNT toy line. There's been a lot of lines, so come up with something new. But remember, this is the 1990s. This toy line has to be something that would sell in the 90s. It could be a crossover with another franchise from that time. It can be something weird. It can be pretty much anything you want. Also, give me some examples of the figures in your line. So, I am going to start this out with Billy. Tell me about your Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle line of the 90s. <clears throat> so, y'all might be familiar with it. The Inhumanoids. Uh, okay. Yeah, so all, on. All, my turtles, I'm interested. all my turtles and uh, characters are going to be, like, demonic looking. Yeah. They're going to have, nice. like... Uh, you're going to be able to, like, open up their chest and have, like, skulls and shit in them. Oh, nice. cool. I like that. Yeah. I would buy that. I would yeah, buy that. Yeah. Do you have any, like, examples of any of them in particular? Uh, since mutagen, uh, mutagen's a big thing with turtles and whatnot, I would have it to where you could, like, take some slime and put it in their back. Okay. Like, let it slide through and come out. Oh, like they, will, they will love that in the 90s, ooze right? Out their, you know, ooze down their chest and down their groin area. <laughs> Remember those Everywhere. sweating figures that WWE put out oh, back in the day? Yeah, man, 1999. All right, Mike, tell me about your toy line. All right, so thinking early 1990s, as, as Brandon already prefaced everything, um, 
And I wanted to make something that I knew in no way would ever get made. Not back then, not now, just because they would never put these two things together. Uh, so I am going to do a little crossover with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and the Wu-Tang Clan. <laughs> oh, forever! <laughs> Think about it. If nothing else, also, based out of New York, wildly popular in the early 90s, and... More than enough members to where all four of our turtles and then some will have somebody to be based off of. So I went ahead and wrote them down real quick. I've got Donatello as the Rizza, because Rizza's known for being the intelligent one. Uh, Shredder as the Jizza. Oh, because oh. Jizza has albums referred to as liquid swords. Yeah, so right. there's the little connective tissue there. Uh, Inspected Deck would be Bebop. And I went with that because the older he gets, Inspector Deck looks a lot like J.B. Smoove. Oh, yeah. And so he that's why he's the voice of Bebop in the 2012 right. series. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Raekwon would be Michelangelo because Raekwon was the chef and so was Michelangelo yeah. in certain iterations. Uh, you got his rock steady because he was left over by the time I got done doing all this. Right. And then Ghostface Killer's Raphael because he's the angry one. And I knew that. That's yeah. the one I didn't know. Right. And yeah. Method Man is Leonardo because we're the <laughs> Saturday night. He, he's leader. the leader. Yeah. So that would be my toy line. And tell me your toy line tag name, tag name or whatever. Tagline. I'm assuming it could only be Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles ain't nothing to f*** with. There we go. There we go. That's exactly what I wanted. Jimmy, you want to go next? Uh, sure. Um, as we'll talk later when I start talking about toys, I've never been much on mashups. Uh, so stuff, we had Transformer Turtles, we had Cobra Kai Turtles, things kind of approaching G.I. Joe Turtles. Uh, none of that was ever really my thing. What I wanted was reasonable facsimiles of what I saw either in the cartoon or in the movies, and NECA has given us that, so I'm pretty happy, but I needed to pick something. So I picked trick-or-treating turtles. Oh, um, fun! Mask and smock, um, the turtles, uh, they're all turtles as is, but wearing childhood mask and smock Halloween costumes and carrying trick-or-treat bags. Maybe we could have Donatello as Dracula. Oh, that's uh, awesome. And these like are that. kind of references to the to the Universal line as well. Right, yeah. uh, Leonardo may be a zombie. Mikey is a clown, a reference to the, the birthday uh, Homie the Clown. The homie the Clown uh, turtle was just staring at me right now. Yeah, uh, maybe, Ra <laughs> maybe Raphael got saddled as a fairy. So maybe he's a tooth fairy. He <laughs> would be angry about it. He would be too. very mad. He'd be, Ur, Ur. The whole time. Maybe April's a witch. Um, something nice like that. And this is weird because this would, I said this, <coughs> I wrote this down a week ago, and we today NECA has just announced they're doing uh, ben Cooper, trick-or-treating kids. Um, and NECA also has the rights to Ninja Turtles. So it could happen. Uh, and when asked, is it possible? I did watch an interview with Pixel Dan. He's like, is it possible we could see some sort of mix of your other licenses? And they're like, maybe. Oh, that so means it's awesome. very possible that at some point right. we'll see Ninja Turtles uh, wearing Ben Cooper outfits <coughs> or we'll see uh, little kids dressed as Ninja Turtles from the 80s. So it's very possible that my third dream line will also be a reality. Uh, nice. You heard it here first. Now my line, I feel like, is one of the most obvious lines. So much so that I googled to see if they'd done it before, and they hadn't. So I felt like it was my duty to come up with what I call the TMNX line. Or shall I say, the Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's right. It's an X-Men line. We are making, we are crossing over the two biggest mutant franchises, and we're going to go for broke because in the 1990s, X-Men was even more popular than it was today. You see, in the in the early 90s, in 1991, X-Men number one came out by Chris Claremont and Jim Lee, and it sold the most uh, copies of a single comic book that stands to this day, over eight million. 
So here is my line. I've got I've got quite a few characters, but I'll go pretty quickly. We're going to start with Leonardo. He is going to be Cyclops because he's the leader. That's fair. Uh, I'm thinking full body outfit in the visor, but the, instead of like a yellow visor, have it be a blue visor because it's Leonardo. Uh, for Raphael, I think that's another obvious one. Wolverine. Have him in the yellow costume, but I still want that red bandana. You and have size or claws. <laughs> so that was my next thing. For your claws, you have the size... Like, you have the size in between his fingers. The way he'll hold himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they look like all of them. That's how you... Nice. And it'll just be attached to the figure itself. Donat Donatello is going to be Beast, because he's mm. kind of the smart one of the bunch. I mean, also, I expected Gambit, because of the... Yeah, I did. I almost... I, yeah. Gambit was somebody I wanted to use, but I never really found a spot for him. But, yeah, Beast, I just felt like with more Donatello, because they have the intelligence, the uh, kind of the scientist way of, about him. I want my Donatello big blue and furry. But with the purple <laughs> bandana. I want my bandanas in these. I used to Gambit as Casey Jones or something. Maybe. That would actually be, yeah. that's actually a great idea. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and steal that. Yeah. I, want, yeah. I want Casey, because I didn't put Casey Jones down. I want Casey Jones to be Gambit. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. Um, Michelangelo is the one that I want to see the most, probably. <laughs> Second, now. All right, so Gambit and Casey Jones. Now I'm just, I'm hearing Clint Eastwood trying to speak French. No, yeah. Cajun. 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 Sorry, didn't mean to. Oh, no, that's there. fantastic. Michelangelo is, I think, my favorite figure of the bunch because I want him to be Iceman because Iceman is always kind Ooh. of the goofy one. But I want him to be like the old Iceman figures that are transparent. Mm. Oh, nice. So you have trans basically mm -hmm. blue, transparent mm -hmm. Michelangelo with the with the orange bandana. Well, of like course. I, said, I want all the bandanas still to remain firm. Could we make the nunchucks out of ice? <laughs> we can't. Everything nice. can be made of ice. Nice. Next up, we have April O'Neil. Like, after, after making Casey Jones' gambit, I want her to be rogue, but... I'm going to stay with my original, which is Jean Grey slash Phoenix. Mm -hmm, fair. Uh, I just imagine that awesome Phoenix outfit, but with the jacket, with the, the April O'Neil yep. jacket on there as well. Fire coming out of her hair and everything. I think that'd be badass. Uh, Splinter's obvious. Professor Xavier. It's, oh, yeah. it's just Splinter in that big yellow chair. <laughs> I love that big yellow chair. It's the only thing I liked about that Doctor Strange movie from a year or so ago. I love that chair. Uh, Shredder's Magneto, that's so obvious as well. Yeah, yep. because Ooh, of the... That would be fun. And think of the, think of the helmet. Because oh, I yeah. want to mix the Magneto helmet <coughs> with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Secret of the Ooze helmet. Shamrock, uh, so. That over... That big buzzsaw. That big buzzsaw. Yeah. Yeah. And I just think that could be really, really See, awesome. See, now I want that to be like an actual like cartoon <laughs> I watch. Because thinking of how those two powers would work oh, together. Uh -huh. would, yeah. Yeah. And then he wouldn't he wouldn't die in a in a, in a barge. No. Because he has yeah. the power of magnetism. Exactly, yeah. He wouldn't have even died in the uh, in the, the trash truck. <laughs> no. Exactly. No. Broke out of that. He wouldn't have died at all. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the Foot Clan will be little sentinels. Okay. Yeah, I mm -hmm. like that. I mean, I like that I mean a they're, lot, they're, they're robot killing machines, of yeah. course. Yeah. Uh, this, I think, this is the most interesting design I have. It's for Krang. I like the idea of Krang being Mister Sinister. Okay. So Ooh. I'm thinking the big okay. marshmallow man with that those uh, the stripped of yeah. cape, the streamers mm -hmm. and whatnot. Yes, the streamer yeah. cape, which I freaking love. But uh, but also I want. The crane, you know, in the belly mm -hmm. to be white with the with all right. the makeup and the the little, uh, the jewel little in jewel yeah, in there crystal, as well. Yeah. I just like think it. that it needs to have Mister Sinister <laughs> color scheme. And I just think if that that could be, it, I don't think it would look as dopey the, like the body. I think it would oh, be no, a lot yeah. more pun intended sinister looking. Ah, 
Sinister. The design I'm seeing in my head, as you explained, it looks pretty cool. Actually. Mr. Sinister is one of my favorite uh, like villains. He's of, great. Yeah. One of my buddies actually got a Mr. Sinister tattoo the other day, and it's oh, nice. really cool. Nice. Well, welcome once again to another episode of TurtleCast, where four middle-aged mutant Ninja Turtle fans talk about... Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles for four whole hours and then turn it into two episodes. <laughs> yeah, the oh, movie episode right. got away from us, and I want to thank Jimmy for editing those. Oh yes, but uh, it really seemed like cracking into two was probably the best. Option. It was. It was the best. Hope people enjoyed it. Yeah. And before we started started the podcast, we made it six episodes just in case something like that happened. So don't worry, we're we're still going six episodes. There's huge news in the sewer. The Mini Mutants. It's Toko with a sneaky surprise. A mini technodrome with Mini Mutants all its own. In the Turtle Tenderizer Chamber, Mini Shredder has painful plans for rap. Up top, a Mini Bebop keeping an eye out. There's looking at ya. But Leo's got it totally covered. It's Leo's Turtle Playset with some big mini surprises of its own. Like a cool sewer sculpt and Mini Leo and Mike. Whoa, there's even a place for you, Shredder. Mini Mutants. Today, I am going to take a step back, and everyone's favorite Donatello and Raphael will be steering the ship this evening. A little later, Mike is going to give us a tour of something he's very passionate about, the TMNT video games. But first, Jimmy is going to give us a history lesson on a subject he knows a thing or two about, the toys, the TMNT toy line. Take it away, Jimmy. So starting off before I uh, jabber on like a monkey in a tree, I just want to ask everyone here, what are your memories, earliest memories, Billy will probably have the most, uh, since he's just as old, oh. almost as old as me, <laughs> of the Playmates toys? What's what's your first memories of the Playmates toys? I guess the little bitty uh, uh, weapons that they all came with that were very easy to lose. Weren't they usually like orange or something? Yeah, they were all, yeah. they were all yeah. solid colored, like they were. And orangey you had a, brown. And they came here. They, yeah, there you go. Yeah, Jimmy's came, showing us uh, Michelangelo. They came in like a uh, the weapons rack, a rectangle, a, rec a weapons rack. And you had to like yeah. punch them out yourself. Yep, and you had to attach them, and they were very easily lost. Right, very easily lost in or broken. Here's a piece of a nunchuck. <laughs> yeah, there's the rope of a nunchuck with yes. no actual nunchucks. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, they broke. No nun, no though. chuck. Yes. yes, a fellow chucker. Eh? Yeah. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> My earliest memories are kind of are extremely foggy. I remember. I remember being obsessed with them. I don't remember ever getting into them, but I, I there was like two or three birthdays in a row where all I got was turtle stuff. It, it figures I got <coughs> the vehicles and right. stuff as well. I, I I had so many. I have a tub of just yeah. non with tons of toys. Like mm -hmm. I would say over fifty toys oh, yeah. somewhere in storage. Um, but yeah, I always I I have the entire original line. I just I I, I doubt I had it when it came out. Right. But I know I was getting them in 89. Yeah. Because that's the earliest that I remember it, essentially. And I remember having this, uh, the turtle van. Um, my fi my favorite was always the uh, Technodrome. That was, I thought, oh, was so cool. Awesome. Yeah. Like, I would love to find awesome. that. Um, oh, yeah. There's a lot and, of accessories in the Technodrome. And, and yeah. the one I absolutely hated was the blimp, because it was a big balloon. Yeah, yeah. and you could do anything with it. You said it right. just yeah. hold it up and just it's make it look like it, was it did not fly. No. Oh, and another one I loved was when they finally put out, like, the big Krang body, where you mm. can put Krang yes. in the big body, which is, like, yeah. I would say, like, maybe said, like, 12 inches, 16 yeah. inches. It was 11 inch. Eleven. Yeah. It was. It. It. Well, of course, I was a lot smaller yeah. back then. It just seemed huge. larger than yeah. life. I thought, but I, thought that, I got that for my birthday one year, and I just thought it was so cool. What's your uh, earliest memories, Mike? Because you're the youngest of the bunch here. Um, uh, kind of like you. Like I, they, it was just always there. 
like from my earliest memories. Yeah, it's I, it's I, like it came from osmosis for like us. Right? We don't remember. And, uh, I mean, I remember getting them for Christmas at certain times, but I don't remember like what would have been the first ones. Uh, we all, we, we had pretty much the, I guess the regular ones. We never had any like the, the cool, like, you know, party versions or vacation versions or this weird clown Mikey that we're trying to hide because it's terrifying. I honestly didn't get a lot of those. Uh, yeah, no, we never really, really had those. We had, I had like, some, but not really. I, back then, I thought those were kind of kitty. Right, yeah. Uh, they still are. And also, my, my parents weren't going to buy me like all the Turtles <laughs> figures on top of all the wrestling Thanks. figures on top of all the Power see, Rangers see, figures. See, I was only into Turtles at the Turtles and superheroes, so it was just those, and they yeah. always had crossover adventures in my little, my little <coughs> oh, kid movies. Oh, my, my Ninja Turtle figures were wrestlers, as far as as little kid me was concerned. They they knew how to do suplexes <laughs> yeah. and drop kicks and everything. <laughs> Jimmy, what's your earliest memory? You're the oldest of the bunch. That's right. Uh, for me, Turtles was the last great action figure line of my childhood. The one I would hang those giant Billy Pride members, those giant fold out mm -hmm. checklist posters on my wall. Mm -hmm. Dream of having every one of them. Uh, the toy <coughs> line I'd instantly look for when opening a service merchandise catalog or Sears wish list. I'm pretty sure Christmas 88 was the first major turtle Christmas I had. I got pretty much the entire first wave. Here we have <coughs> Raphael from that first wave. Now this is not a re-release, so it's not exact. Uh, the turtles, all the first year turtles had soft heads. If you look at my Leo here, he has a soft head. Uh, eventually they would all move to having the harder heads, right. which this Raphael probably also had. Uh, but the reason I want to look at Raphael here is to show you that what this line was originally supposed to be. Simple, Charming looks like the thing that you love from the comics and or the TV show. Yeah, it's kind of it's it's, it's really is a combination of the Well, show. here we have the final Raphael from the original Playmates line, oh, released no. in I think '96 or '97. Oh, uh, '96 was a dark year. This for is turtles. Metal Mutant Raphael with Phoenix Spirit <laughs> Armor. I don't even know how to explain this. Mike, explain this for our, our um, listeners at home. Holy okay, shit. Okay, awful. I'll give it a shot. It looks like someone dropped acid while listening to Rise of the Valkyrie and watching Ninja Turtles. <laughs> it's obviously pulling from what was popular when Turtles were not quite as popular right, at that yeah, time. Right. As we go through, we will look at the commercial for that guy as oh, well. Oh, please, please. Uh, I do want to point out that Playmates has done figures for pretty much every version of Turtles over the years. Uh, and while they've been eclipsed a bit as of late by other companies, NECA and Super 7, they are still making affordable versions of Turtles for kids of all ages. So to me, they are still the top dog. Uh, but today we're focusing on the 88 line, the line that started it all. A lot of good things came from those other cartoons, but we're sticking with the OG because it's where it, it still prints the money. The backstory of the Playmates stories is tied very closely, of course, to the 87 cartoon. Yes. We talked about that before and spoke about Mark Friedman of Surge Licensing, which at the time, Surge Licensing was just him. Yeah, was just he was him. a one-man band because huh. he he worked for somebody else, like mm -hmm. Hasbro or somebody before that, and just wanted to go on his own. And he he bet on himself, and he came out big. He courted Eastman and Laird and thought the Turtles brand could potentially sell like hotcakes, which led him to Playmates Toys. He had a giant plush turtle uh, looked almost mummified. It's scary looking. Uh, made yeah. and sent directly to a friend of his at Playmates Toys, and they bought it as. Uh, Ferris Bueller would say. Well, they bought the they bought it, and Playmates gave the okay for the toy line and funded the first five episodes of the eventual cartoon. I do have a picture of Raphael here. Uh, he has a very art cloaky kind of style. <laughs> oh, who bought it? I love that uh, picture. Yeah, that's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, I do like that. Yeah, they, they showed that on Turtle uh, Power. Turtle Power yeah. and Toys That Made Us. Yeah, well. Toys That Made Us. Yeah, it's, it's Nightmare Fuel. It, it, it looks like it's it made is. out of Play-Doh. The teeth. <laughs> 
And I thought it was terrifying. I thought it was fun. That was like Raphael, and it ended up, you know, Raphael ended up being the turtle with the red bandana when they started color coordinating. Yep, right. Uh, the first wave launched in the spring of 88, just a few uh, months after the uh, five episodes premiere. Uh, we launched with all four turtles, Bebop, Rocksteady, Splinter, April Shredder, uh, and Foot Soul. Just a few bits and bobs about the original wave. Uh, the turtles themselves kind of have this, if you look at my original here, uh, the turtles kind of have this like tippy-toe kind of stance about them, huh. making them very hard to pose yes. as an adult, having yes. them on a shelf, which definitely wasn't something Playmates was considering when they designed <laughs> oh, them. Oh yeah, that, that uh, is rough. The designers wanted characters like Bebop and Rocksteady to be taller in scale, but Playmates was like, nope. So all the villains have sort of a hunch built into them. So like, hmm. if Bebop or Rocksteady stood up straight, they would be taller than the, tur the turtles. The worst is the foot soldier who almost has like ape-like proportions. Uh, this isn't my quote, but I saw it in a video, but the Shredder figure uh, kind of looks like he's trying to take while doing a magic trick. I... <laughs> <laughs> I always thought it was weird that he was, like, shirtless. Uh, each figure, of course, we talked about it, came with a, a weapons rack, uh, which is a tradition that continues with Mutant Mayhem. I like that they continue doing that. Oh, they did that. That's awesome. Yeah. The turtles uh, all have a different shade of green, which they keep going in all current lines. Uh, a lot of deluxe figures and vehicles came, Billy might remember this, came with a joke book. Yes. Which, Ooh, upon really? seeing yes. them, I don't remember that. Oh, yes. really takes me back. I have some I need, joke I need books some here, jokes. some prints. Yeah. Uh, this is what it looked like. Uh, this would come with a lot of the more deluxe. This was head dropping Donatello. Um, but they would come with a little joke book. And I have a little facsimile here of what the joke book would have looked like. We have the front here. Uh, Splinter's talking. He says, these turtle jokes are the cheesiest. And he actually signed it. That's my favorite part of the joke books that the figure up front talking signed the f***ing joke book. He has, he has signed off on it. That's love such it. a nice signature, too, yeah. for a rat. I love the art. I'm that sure, wasn't racist, I promise. I'm sure some idiot has these tattooed on him. Uh, I'm kind of joking. I love all rats. I have, I have a friend that's a rat. I'm going to read some jokes. Very cheesy, I'm sure. Here we go. Uh, what covers the floor in the sewer besides slime? What's that? Reptile. Ah, I kind of like that a little that's bit. That's really... That's it's a thinker. It's a thinker. That's a thinker. That's a good is one. Is it? That is a good one. <laughs> well, it, I had to think about it. Put it that way. What <laughs> do, even after you said it, it took me a second. I was like, reptile. I was like, oh, oh tile. They put some work into that, didn't they? They uh, did. Why didn't Leonardo take the foot soldier to the shoe store? Oh, this is going to be a foot thing. <laughs> Why is that? He wanted to give him the boot. The boot. <laughs> this is the I best one. I didn't like that one. This one actually is another <laughs> one that may put, may put some work into. What do you call a lying turtle? I don't know. I got a bunch. An amphibian. Thank you. I'll be here all night. I will. <laughs> I thought that was a pretty good one. Oh, amphibian. 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 Okay. Yeah. yeah, it took me a second, too. Yeah. I I'm sure. Oh, I just got it. I'm sure. Amphibian. Fibbing. Fibbing to lie. Fibbing. Yeah. yeah. 1989 brought additional waves of figures, including some of my personal favorites. Ace Duck. Everybody yeah. had that. <laughs> Everyone had that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ace Duck. Yeah. Baxter Stockman, Casey Jones, Krang and his Bubble Walker, which is here That's somewhere. That's one of my favorite. Yeah, the Bubble right Walker. There. Yeah. Leatherhead Rat King with a dead cat belt. Yeah, I remember mm. that. Yeah. I don't think I ever had Rat King. <laughs> Yep. And Usagi Ojimbo. Yep. Uh, this was the first year to add additional versions of the turtles with wacky actions. A Mikey that swings his nunchucks around, a Donatello that swims. There's actually made another Donatello that swims later in the line. And a wind-up mouser with damage stickers. I love <laughs> oh, that. Uh, uh, stickers. Yeah, the stickers were awesome. Fun. Yeah, the stickers are great. Super 7 has since released an ace duck with an alternate head. Mm -hmm that has a cigar in his mouth, and it's literally the tits. Let me so, show you all a picture of this ace duck 
with oh, the cigar. Oh my! That's awesome. And he actually has goggles that is not on. I like the teeth. Yeah. I like the teeth. Yeah, yeah I kind of yeah. really want him. Oh but, yeah. Uh, and he has another head too, which looks just so, like the face. Does great. anybody know the story behind Ace Duck? I've never seen Ace Duck I in anything. Don't know nope. the full story behind him. I just know that figure used, used to be everywhere. Yeah. Uh, we might eventually uh, touch on some of that okay. as we go through it. Uh, he's in one. Mm -hmm. He's not even a scene in the cartoon. He's on TV. I thought he might be on cartoon or something. And like then that. they put him in the Archie comics yeah. somewhere. Yeah, he was I think, in those. I think it's Archie comics because a lot of the figures that came out on there were from like Archie comics. It, yeah, yeah, or eventually would be because right. they were figures. Did they put right. out a figure of Hitler? No, no they did not. Just, oh. his, just his brain. We're no. teaching, teaching episode six here. No. A big part of the promotional blitz for the figures came in the form of a virtual onslaught of Playmates commercials, a lot of them airing during afternoon television and Saturday mornings. Bill, I know you remember all the uh, Playmates commercials. Oh, yeah. yeah they, they, they were fun. The kooky voiceovers, the ironic, sometimes meta sensibilities, the dad puns, and weird live-action elements made them an ideal way to sell the figures. And they were usually voices that weren't the yeah, voices, they were, right? Uh, sometimes, yeah. as they sometimes. went along, we had Rob Paulson right. and everyone okay. in it. It was never James Avery. It was always yeah. a guy doing a I'll mean Shredder yeah. voice. Yeah. yeah, Shredder's voice was always <laughs> yeah. trash. Yeah. Yeah. I remember we watched some of those before we recorded the first podcast. Yeah. I'm like, this is yeah. rough, it's like, this man. is not who it is. Yeah. It was a perfect meld of brand synergy, and it really made a mark on the commercial landscape. Pretty soon, Commercials for weird anomalies like barnyard commandos, toxic crusaders, food fighters, and every form of weird mashup was hot again during a time when that kind of thing wasn't was kind of dying out. And Turtles kind of brought it back. And commercials were really fun uh, during the late 80s, early 90s. 1990 brought more variants, some of them pretty cool, such as the storage shell turtles. I've got one of those here. I got my. Is that here. where they put everything in the in the shell? Yeah, yeah I, remember I remember. I had some of those. Those are now being re-released. Walmart has those. Uh, Don was released the first year, and they released the other three turtles in '91. I guess they tried out Donatello with that feature, and it sold. So they did. That. They probably just dip in their feet yep. in the water. Sometimes they right. did that. Uh, but some strange figure selections that year too, including Fugitoid, who never appeared in the '88 mm -hmm. series, and a Triceraton who appeared maybe once. Per Professor Honeycutt. Yep. <clears throat> yeah. A lot of the characters who would later go on to appear in Mutant Mayhem came out this year, including Scumbug, Wingnut, and Mondo Gecko, who came with decals to put on a skateboard. Again, I love when a figure yeah. comes with decals. De decals were awesome part of it. If I, if I remember correctly, don't a lot of the vehicles come with decals, <laughs> yep. like all, yep. all the stickers yep. here? I think you put those on, didn't you? We'll talk about my favorite one that has decals later. All right. um, also, the Giant Turtles came out that year, which oh, had just been I had, released. Well, I had the Raphael one. I had the Raphael. Never had these as a kid, so I never had them. That's a, a re-release to have them now. Even though th this is smaller in scale, they were bigger. Oh, yeah. and yeah, they were bigger. This is a much more basic sculpt than they would have been at that time. I never had them as a as a kid either. I think it was, they didn't get released till. Well, after I think that was, was, was that was that was for my age. It was year two. Really. Yeah. Ninety one is where things started to get out of control. <laughs> Uh, there were new characters introduced, but they took an absolute uh, backseat to Turtle variants. Yes, we got Dirtbag, we got Groundchuck, we got Chrome Dome, we got Anthrax, but the focus really shifted at that point. So, we're going to play a game! Okay. <laughs> a lot of bad Turtle figures came out over the run of the series. I want you to guess the real figure. We're starting with Billy. All right, this is fun. Okay. Billy, <laughs> I'll put in some music here. Some like real like... Yeah, right here. Billy, guess the real figure. Make My Day Leo, oh. Shiver Me Timbers Raph, Stop, Drop, and Roll Donatello. Uh, Stop, Drop, and Roll Donatello. <laughs> Darn. Make My Day Leo. That's oh, the one uh, I was hoping it would be. That's okay. fantastic. I, I remember that design. I, I didn't know that was a name. Okay. Uh, Brandon. Yes. Anchors Away Mikey, Yankee Doodle Raph, Color Changing Sewer Dude Leo. Yankee Doodle Raph. 
Ding, 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 ding. I remember ding, that. Ding, I remember ah. that figure actually. Mike. Bandito bashing Mikey. <laughs> Demolition specialist Dawn. These are good ones. Reporting for duty, Wrath. We're gonna go Demolition specialist Dawn. All right, this was a trick question. Uh, the real produced figure was Bandito bashing Mike. <laughs> oh, that looks gracious. Oh gracious. my god. That is gracious. But the Demolition Specialist Dawn was made but never produced. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. So, yes, trick question. <coughs> Last question goes for the entire table. That name, that name is racist. We're talking about <laughs> Bandito bashing Mike. It was a different bashing. time. It was a different time. A lot of them are real sketchy. So, Dwarf Donatello. <laughs> oh, <laughs> private witch. I kind of branched out with this one. Private Pork Nose Bebop. Dimwit Doughboy Rocksteady. What are your votes? I'm going Dwarf Donatello. I'm going Dim <coughs> Dimbot or Dimwitted. Dimwitted uh, Bebop or whatever. I'll go with the Rocksteady one. Uh, another true question. These are all real figures. And oh, here we God, have wow. Dwarf Donatello. Oh, uh, that looks yeah. bad. It was some kind of like role playing thing they were doing, obviously. Wow. Okay. That's Weird. our game. Wow. You don't win anything. <laughs> Sounds like everyone won back in 1992. I don't want to win anything after that game. So obviously, <laughs> got really hand. I got a hand with these <laughs> turtles, obviously. But they made so much money at the time. They made 1.1 billion in just those Good four God. years. It's the third highest, uh, like, action figure amount that any franchise has had. I think the only. Uh, Two above it is like G.I. Joe and uh, Star Wars. Yeah. But we had some really big turtle variants in 91. The talking turtles, which came with those little strips. Mm, you yeah. put a little strip into the turtle and you and you pull it out and he says, yep. Cowabunga! Or turtle power. You have to listen <laughs> real carefully to know that's what he said. But that's what he said. Talking <laughs> turtles, yeah. These yeah. strips were sold separately, mm -hmm. so they were an add-on. They love oh. doing add-ons. Um, probably for me, the best line was the movie Star Turtle line. I have some of those so here. A few over here. Uh, yes, those are reprints. Is, um, is that uh, the movie? Yes, from Secret of the Ooze. They did all four turtles. Did they not do a, uh, action figures for the first movie? No, they did not. I remember having. I, I remember having pretty much all of the Secret of the Ooze line, but not. But those have pictures <coughs> from both movies. But those yeah. came out after. Turtles too. Well, I mean, I mean, this one I'm looking at is Super Shredder, so that's yeah. definitely going to be that one I had. One. Now, now today you can get a Judith Hogue figure, but not then. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Right. And I know there's a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle 3 figure line, too. Mm -hmm. you like three so different Shaolin Mode Mo figures. In yeah. We will look at one figure from that line later a little more in depth. Ooh, um, but splinter. they had more of a rubbery feel, um, <laughs> and they had spots all <laughs> over them. Sorry, we're looking at the picture of Splinter from <laughs> the uh, movie. Splinter okay, no, okay. Do we just want to talk about this now? Let's do it now. It was like a right. groundhog. Oh, oh, the chipmunk-looking one? Yeah. Okay, give Look me a second. Look at him. Give me a second. Oh, God, Look it's at really him. bad. I'm sorry to ruin your flow there, Jimmy, but like... <laughs> give me that. Good God. No, I, I have him. Let me find him. Look at these eyes. They're this bullshit. Look at this bullshit. <laughs> 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 he did Kevin Clash so wrong. Okay, oh. so let me say this. So when, when this figure came out in 91, it didn't look like this. It looked like the best Splinter figure they've ever made. Okay, that's yeah. awesome. oh, that's yeah. really good. It's flocked great. like Panther. Yeah. Um, I don't think I had that one. Exactly like uh, what you want it to look like from the movie. Yeah. But when they did this release, Playmates cheaped out, <laughs> yeah. and they brought yeah. the, they Playmates. brought the cartoon version out, and, and they colored it 
and just put this kind of color on the, oh. on the kimono. So I hate oh. this, but I'm glad I have it. I love oh, the eyes. The, the eyes are the worst part. My yes. heart is literally hurting. I mean, this is basically what the shred, what the Splinter figure looked like from the from right. 80, and they 88. Just, the hands and feet. I get that they would yeah. be flesh toned. Oh, I didn't see the hands and feet. That's, they're they're far too <laughs> flesh toned, yes. and like the leg Let's hair see. just stops like leg warmers. They look like a really bad okay. like Let me the eye. Let me see the eye. Oh my god. Okay. It don't even look like an eye here, but on the back here, look at this thing. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a mess. picture on the it back looks, of the figure. The picture on the like back of the that, card. It, that's no favorite. I can hear him saying, like, it's that bad. Yeah. Okay, Rockstar Turtles. <laughs> they also did Rockstar Turtles. I think I have uh, wrapping, uh, uh, oh, here he is. I have wrapping uh, are, Michelangelo. Are they here. based on anybody in particular? Like uh, that flavor flavor? No, I clock? think that's kind of what that's going for. Yeah, it's definitely got to at least be and at that least the clock. Feels yeah. like a good time to segue into vehicles. Because as much of a cluster as figures were, these vehicles, man, you couldn't comprehend. You couldn't comprehend some of these vehicles, some of these choices. Nothing as crazy as, oh, say, Donatello's carnival car or Leo's jolly turtle tug. Oh, wait, those are, those are real things. I'm oh. sorry, I, mis I misread that. <laughs> uh, also add to that the toilet taxi, shredder mobile, the bubble, bubble bomber. It's a bomber jet that shoots bubbles. Oh, that's diabolical. And, of course, the ones everyone remembers because they were the best, the, the party wagon, uh, party the wagon skate. For the pizza thrower, which they always reference and bring back in every other version of the Turtles line. The Technodrome, which had a special pipe feature which connected it to the sewer playset. That's really smart yeah, thinking, playmates. Such a cool... cool the sewer playset was awesome yeah. in its own. What was the foot knucklehead? The knucklehead is like a... Um, a uh, spider that comes down and grabs okay. the figures. Yes. Yeah. It yeah, came so that was like one of the original was, like, yes. a release. I'm like, it I don't was, know what that is. It was sort of the it, answer to the cheapskate. It was, it was a foot clam. Yeah, it was a foot clam thing. Because it had the foot on it and all that. Mm -hmm. yeah. Nice. And I'm, my favorite was the turtle blimp. I just think it's the best you vehicle. You like the blimp? Yes. Uh. Because presentation. <laughs> I'm a presentation guy. You walk in a room, it's I just think it's beautiful. But but it's beautiful. Uh, it drops bombs. It inflates. But that that this is just a rolling that toy. Balloon, that balloon has a shelf life though. Because <laughs> no, it, it doesn't. They keep, they go forever. I'd still have it if I wasn't a stupid <coughs> teenager that thought my things weren't cool anymore. I'd still have the turtle blimp. It, you it could you last. sold your stuff when you're, you're a teenager? Of course, I gave everything away because I thought really? it was too cool. Of course. Yeah. I, I I'm surprised I have these because these were up in the attic. <laughs> these survived my years <coughs> of like. I like Nirvana. Uh, so my, my, my mom found me. My mom got up in the attic when the parents got divorced and found these, and I was like, thank God, oh. because they would have been gone too in yard sales. Right. I wish they yeah. would have done a Nirvana line of turtles. Yeah. Ma ma majority of all of mine went to yard sales as well. I always wanted the mutant module. Uh, it came out a little late in the yeah. line for oh, me. I, I had that. that. I think I, think I, I had that. Because they used that. it so much in the cartoon mm -hmm. that it just felt like a staple. Yep. The good thing about Turtles is that a lot of the vehicles and add-ons were pretty inexpensive, so it was easy to add shit on when you're shopping with your parents. I mean, canister of ooze were like two mm -hmm. or three bucks. Mm -hmm. And just letting you know, my, and my, letting my parents know, that sealed canisters are going now for at least 400 bucks on eBay. Wow. Oh, well, Sometimes dang. adding things on pays off, Mom and wow. Dad. It's been said that Eastman and Laird said to the folks designing these toys, which this might be where Asta came from, if we use your design, however word it is, you can keep the profits which led to such memorable mutants as Monty, these are our real, Monty Moose, <laughs> Hotspot the Dalmatian, Half-Court okay. Giraffe, Walkabout the Kangaroo, and Sergeant Bananas. These sound <laughs> like Sweet Pickles books to me, but they're totally real. Sergeant Bananas. I don't remember any of those. Uh, I, I, I kind of remember uh, the Dalmatian 
And the first one. I don't remember any of the others. I don't remember it. The, the first name you said sounds familiar, but outside of that... Monty Moose? Monty yeah, Moose. I remember, I remember he, he was a Canadian. Mountie. Yeah, 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 I remember yeah. him. Because of course he was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's like a play on Marty Moose almost. Yep. I haven't talked much about what these things are worth, but Billy, this is Scratch the Cat. Tell me how much Scratch the Cat goes for. <gasps> $6,374.96. This is oh, one of the few figures God. from late in the line, because no one was buying them at that point. They were buying turtle variants. They weren't buying some weird thing that some guy came up with. That's one thing that, going back to the comics for a minute, I've been trying to buy some Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Adventures books, which for the longest time you could only find you could find in like quarter bins. Mm -hmm. Now they're worth like hundreds because really, because they uh, no one bought them at that point. Because yeah. at that point, no one really cared about turtles anymore. A lot of the final Return of the Jedi line are worth some because no one bought them; just sat around. Here we have a loose scratch the cat for twenty four hundred dollars. It's been good. Some of them have been graded. Wow! Uh, this is a graded one for ten thousand. Um, so yeah, scratch the cat. Hmm. It's just a, a cat in a in a jailbird outfit. Yeah, I don't remember. Isn't that an NT seventeen movie? Scratch the cat. <laughs> Could be scratch the cat. Yeah. No, that oh. was that was Fritz the cat. Yeah, that, that, was was Fritz. Fritz. that was Fritz. Just to bring it back, he fucked Hitler in that movie. <laughs> Hitler, had, <laughs> Hitler had one ball. So there it is. There we it's all him. connected. We're yeah. But he's in every episode of our podcast, guys. <laughs> and he can be featured in episode six. That was from what I do with a shaved head? This is not a good look for me. That was like late 70s, wasn't it? Fritz the cat? Yes, it was. But we have Rat Fritz. Other figures yeah. continued to make an impression in 92. We finally got Krang in his android body, which was a giant oversized figure in a box. We got the whole line from Turtles 3. Uh, April got a few variants, including the Ravishing Reporter with rooted hair. I think she's there somewhere. Yeah, she she looks like a little Barbie doll yeah. thing. Yeah, or, they did that with a couple of different I don't like it. No. I love I it. Uh, I love rooted hair. Other memorable oh, turtle oh. variants continued with birthday turtles, head dropping turtles, cowboy turtles, Indian turtles, caveman turtles, Star turtles. Trek turtles, <laughs> treasure <laughs> troll turtles. They did treasure troll turtles. Uh, I remember those. They were awful. Farmer turtles, mutating turtles, which are now in re release again. Uh, the turtles could mutate into their baby selves and later into vehicles. Soon, April, uh, Shredder, Splinter, Toka, Razor, and a host of other characters had mutating variants. There's a line from one of the commercials where a kid says out loud without any irony, Look, Leo is mutating into a fire engine. Meanwhile, Eastman and Laird are somewhere banging. <laughs> Meanwhile, Eastman and Laird are somewhere banging their heads against the wall. <laughs> Why do you finish that statement? <laughs> so I'm going to show you all a picture. This is another problematic thing. He's white. Oh, I, I thought you were talking about the tail. So that's weird. That, they left the tail there. <laughs> the tail makes it look like he has a, has a penis yes, coming out. Yes, Bebop is an African-American character, Boy, but he, he is a, a white shot. figure. Oh. So that's, that's pretty rough. sus. That's rough. Yeah. What did they do to my boy? <laughs> they even had a mutating vehicle. Okay, this is uh, this is so exciting. <laughs> I love this so much. I get a load of this. Um, I mentioned earlier that there was rock and roll turtles. I have Rap and Michelangelo there. There was a school bus. Let me find it. Let me find the picture of my old grandpa. Uh, there was a school bus that mutated from a regular school bus. Okay. This was the Mutabus. Oh, mutated okay. from a regular school bus for the turtles and their friends into a tour bus for these rock and roll turtles. Huh. One of the few times they actually built a vehicle. That's really cool. For oh, the variants. Check this out. Look at the stickers. Look at the stickers you can put. Oh, that's like, amazing. On like, the stickers they have Raphael, they have Casey Jones, they have Mondo Gecko. 
They, that's really cool. Usagi's in there. Oh, yeah. oh, that's Usagi. Yes, Usagi. Look how yeah. mad Splinter is. He has to drive. <laughs> like short. Look at his legs. That, that's the creepy He's crawling right. Splinter variant. Isn't it weird? Like that? that? It's a variant of a, of a character. Yeah, isn't it, it is. strange? It's very strange. Wow. Uh, and as you, you can, there's different stickers. So there's Fugitoids in there. It looks you, like you yeah. need this, Jimmy. Mondo Gecko, yeah. uh, Bebop. How is Fugitoid never in? Is that the just a piece of pizza? That is yeah, a yeah there's just a pizza pizza and, and, a, and, and an airplane. A paper airplane. But of course, it mutates into a tour huh. bus. Or it folds out and they can, uh, like perform. a stage. They can perform. Yeah, they can perform. Neat as shit. That's, is this before or after uh, coming out of the shells? Uh, that's probably what this is kind of going I think for. I feel like that's yeah. foreshadowing. Yeah. <laughs> or something. But I think that's really cool. I don't that know why. Really cool. I just think it's really the cool. Bus, the that. bus almost I, looks like... Uh, uh, one, remember the, the carrying case... With like the uh, sweet pickles, yes, yes, it kind of. That's why. That's yes. probably why yeah, I just like, said sweet pickles yeah, earlier. So yeah, I it looks twice. just like sweet pickles. Yeah, you need it for the decals alone. This is where things get sad. Oh, oh <laughs> we're about to wrap up. There. 1994 really spelled the point of no return for the Ninja Turtles line, at least the '88 line, as turtles began to chase whatever new things the kids were into. We got things like sa cyber samurai turtles, turtles that explode out of eggs. <laughs> Kung Naturally. Fu Turtles, the pizza toss and variants, those are in re-release now, but they just look fugly to me. I can't get into them. Mm -hmm. uh, the figures became much more, I, I use the word boyetic, uh, really began to embrace the extreme tendencies of 90s pop culture and began to steal gimmicks from other lines like Micro Machines. Even, they even did Stretch Armstrong. They had, there's a Stretch mm -hmm. Armstrong Turtles in 96. In 97, the year I graduated high school, the line was primarily dinosaur-themed wow. with figures like Stego Ralph, I'm uh, sorry, Stego Raff. I was nervous because I, I don't want to fuck up the next one. <laughs> Stego Raff and Tarana Dawn. And yeah, I got depressing in here. And the Playmates commercials at this point are almost unrecognizable. Let me play you guys some of these. Honestly, they're borderline experimental, like an Adult Swim commercial. <laughs> let's, watch, let's watch these. Oh no, it's Cyber Samurai Shredder and Cyber Samurai Bebop. What we need now are Cyber Samurai Turtles. Look out, fists are flying. Oh no, it's Cyber Samurai Rap. It's awesome. Through a few punches, they're in the Awesome Eventually, Playmates would do figures for the live-action, the ill-fated live-action 90s show, uh, and that, but that was essentially the end of this phase of the Playmates figure line, a line that still continues to this day with Mutant Mayhem, as new waves of that were just announced with Scumbug, Mondo Gecko, and Wingnut. It's truly a never-ending cycle, and I'm thankful for that, as an action figure guy. The latest video game Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles looks like on Nintendo. Mondo to the max. Cowabunga. Tubular. Radical. And here's what it looks like on Sega. So if you want to catch the awesome Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in action, you'd better buy Nintendo, because the only turtles you'll get on Sega are these. Nintendo, the entertainment system with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. No, man, so, so that was that was my look at some of the uh, turtle uh, toys over the years. Uh, why don't we look at some of the? Because they go hand in hand. Let's look at some turtle games over the years. Mike, I think you have some information on that. I do. I have a few hot, fresh science facts for the uh, Ninja Turtle video game, starting from '89 to about '93. That's about the the basic chunk of all the Ninja Turtle games that anybody listening would know. Uh, and we'll just go through with some basic facts billy feel free to jump in with anything as oh, you yeah. be the other one with expertise on this starting off 1989 on the nes with a single player title costing you about 55 dollars at retail the very first 
Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle video game. The The story is pretty basic. It's, it's, it's Ninja Turtles, so we start off, April gets kidnapped, you go save April while you're saving April. Somebody went and kidnapped Splinter. So, awesome cutscenes, may I add. For the NES, it was definitely uh, ahead of its time. There wasn't a lot of NES games that no. had cutscenes, but that well, was... Like, uh, uh, Ninja Gaiden and stuff like that. Did. Well, that's that's the king of, of those NES yeah, cutscenes, yeah. definitely. One of the interesting things about the game is when you do beat it, for some reason, literally... It's, I'll, I'll read the dialogue here and stuff, but for some reason when you win, Splinter turns back into, into Hamato Yoshi. Mm -hmm. uh, why? There's no mutagen involved when you beat Shredder, it's it just, just you beat him. Yeah. And then as it happens, like Splinter is saying, <laughs> Splinter is saying, you defeated Shredder and saved the world. Now I can turn back into my human form. <laughs> Thanks, you guys have excelled my skills. <laughs> wow. Yeah, God, <laughs> NES Game Over scenes just always had the best dialogue. They did. It was one of those games I would rent all the time. I never get any further. Um, all the time, like me and Pinley would rent it all the time. What was it? The original NES one? Yeah, the original. Yep. One. Did y'all get stuck in the water looking for the? Uh, the oh my god! The water. The Can we talk yeah, about yeah, that? Talk about the water for a second yeah, yeah. and just the bombs. Yeah. Not only is that just one of the most frustrating levels in video game history. I keep seeing memes about it. Can we talk about how it makes... Now, I get yeah. that I'm asking for far too much logic on a video game based on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Why is it? Billy, do you remember the first part of the game? You're running around in the sewers? Yeah. Do you remember what happens when you fall into the water? Yeah, you, you like splash and shit. Yeah, and yeah. you die. And you die, yeah. 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 And then the very next level is literally you completely submerged <laughs> underwater. Yes. And getting electrocuted while completely submerged underwater, and it does not kill you. It don't kill you. But eventually... Right, but it's not like instant death like right. it is in the level before, and that's just always frustrated the living shit out of me. Yeah. So I had to bring that up. I like when you walk off the thing and it goes... Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then you just oh, got, to the next, yeah. got to the next yeah. level. Always like that. And that jump. Remember the fucking jump? Oh, the one that you could just walk across? Yeah. 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 You could just walk across you it. You could walk yeah. across yeah. it. Yeah. Every video yeah. game nerd, of course. Every, yeah. Everyone loses their mind the moment they figure yeah. that out. Yeah. I died that many. <laughs> Son of a. I died so many fucking times. It was goddamn ridiculous. Right. That and the amount of uh, times in the game where, like, they'll put a pizza in a spot yeah. and you absolutely mm -hmm. cannot get, you can't get to it just to be There's a dick. no fucking way. Oh, yeah. fucking Konami. Which, oh, by the way, yeah. is the developer for the majority of these games yes. that uh, we'll be talking about. Yeah. So, Brandon, any any memories based on the game? I don't I, I don't think I've ever played that one. Oh, it was, oh uh, we'll have to do I, that one day so you can tear out what's left of your hair. <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to the old ones, I was only really familiar with the arcade game and Turtles in Time. All right. Well, the arcade game released the exact same year it in did. 1989. It's uh, it actually the first multiplayer Ninja Turtles game, which is one of the things that was missing from the original one was, you know, being able to play as the Ninja Turtles with your friends or your brother or whoever it was you were playing games with. I, I, I never understood why that did because multiplayer games already existed and else we already yeah. had double dragon at this point yep. we had x-men so, at that point didn't we? right yeah. well I just, uh, we don't need to talk about those x-men games they were not oh the second ones were horrible oh. <laughs> i'm talking about the arcade oh. one. Oh, oh well that's oh, okay. that's different yeah wait, no the oh, arcade games fantastic with dazzler for some reason yeah <laughs> why dazzler okay yeah, yeah the arcade games were so and we're, we're going to have to jump around a little bit with continuity sake because of weird things like the, the arcade game came out in 1989, shortly after the NES game. Yeah. And then the port of the arcade game for the NES is considered the second yes. of the NES game. It's officially titled Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, the arcade game. Mm -hmm. uh, but in Japan, because the first one was not called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in Japan, the first one was actually called 
The Legend of Extreme Ninja Turtles. Oh. Story is roughly the same as all turtle games. There's almost no point to get into it unless it's different. But this time they've kidnapped both Splinter and April. Oh, man. At Double the whammy. same time. So fight through several levels. Same boss battles. Almost all of these games will have uh, Rocksteady, Bebop, Krang, Shredder, and Baxter Stockman. Occasionally, you get a few other characters thrown in there. Like, this also had Granitor and General Trag on Who? it. Who? Yeah. Exactly. Ah, General yeah. Trag. General Trag. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think they showed up is... in the uh, IDW series, actually, come to think of it. Nice. Is this the game where you knock his helmet off? Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. This is yes. this is the, the original arcade game. Okay. The very first one. So, I know we've all got all kinds of memories tied to this game. Mm-hmm. If nothing else, I mean, we... We could go walk out in the Jimmy's living room real quick and play real quick and he make has, some memories. He has an arcade version of that and uh, Turtles in Time. In and if we room. don't know how to play it, I brought the instruction manual from the original. <laughs> there you go. He, he does There's have a jump that. button and an attack button. That's, yeah. that's all you need. That's yeah. the joint. I always like looking at the artwork in those. those yeah, that, yeah. That, uh, Billy brought, uh, you brought one yeah. earlier and I yeah. looked at the artwork in there. It's really cool. It's a beautiful simplicity, those mm-hmm. those beat-em-ups. Right. I remember when this game came out, this was a huge thing and I, ha- I made my parents drive around to Toys R Us's and try and find it. Like, it was huge. I, I wanted that game so badly. Did they have I one at, like, it. Champs back in the day? Yeah, yeah. I always think of that. Yeah, that's where, like, oh, that's oh, where yeah. I played it. I think Chuck E. Cheese actually Chuck was Cheese where I played the, the uh, arcade game a lot. Just say no. Just oh, say, yeah, just yeah, say yeah. no arcade. Is it, like... That, like Third Street, like it's yeah. South Louisville, right? Yeah, yeah. I never yeah. went to that one. It was, it's, it's actually really close to where I went to high school. It was, I went to DeSales, so yeah. it's like, mm-hmm. like five minutes right around the corner. Right around the corner. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But playing it in the arcade makes mm-hmm. is it's way different than playing the NES one. The NES one, the graphics was a massive downgrade. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, first, it, the, the very first stage of arcade with the fire and all that. Oh, it's super memorable. Yeah, it, it, yeah. it looks so great. All right, so uh, moving on with it. So next we actually have the first entry in the Game Boy games, which uh, Jimmy, I believe, said earlier he actually had this game growing up. Totally did. I probably Ball. got it for Easter or something like that. Ball the Foot Clan. Indeed. Uh, not not a whole lot of story because it was a Game Boy game and it was... It was <laughs> Very 1990, so it's pretty early on in the Game Boy life. So Mike showed us some of that on uh, his PS4 earlier. It is yes. about as basic of gameplay as it gets. You walk from left to right. You hit things that come after you. You don't even really I, have any platform. I to think jump that's why I've never got into the Game Boy. A lot of them were kind of simplistic, like that. Yeah, well, it was a lot uh, like. It's charming now, but back then, I, as a kid, I thought it was, it was a lot like the electronic game handhelds. Oh yeah, they they that's looking oh, up yeah, some of the yeah. stuff. There's a lot of electronic handhelds for Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there was yeah. probably a Tiger Electronic yeah, one. It's, yeah. and that, and which that, barely passes as a video game. Like that, like now they like to count the there's a bunch of iOS Turtle games. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, there's a yes. whole I lot. I feel like that's kind of today's yeah. version of that. That's fair. Uh, moving on, is, this is the only game that isn't just general home consoles that I wanted to talk about because I didn't know anything about it. And I thought that it'd be kind of interesting. So it was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Manhattan Missions. Yep. Mm-hmm. Came out in 1991 for MS-DOS. Yep. Uh, it was multiplayer. You could either do single or two-player. I couldn't find any original price points for this game when it came out, but I did find <laughs> what they go for on eBay if you manage to have you a copy to sell nowadays. How much did it go for? And so recently, it's anywhere between $250 to $310. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for an MS-DOS game, yeah. 
That's pretty I, ridiculous. I yeah. hear it's not good. I do remember this cover. I've seen this cover. Yeah, oh, the yeah. Co- and the uh, the cover. Yeah, the cover was. Yeah. Uh, they showed that in comic book mm-hmm. ads a lot. Well, and that would make sense because it actually leans a lot more towards the Mirage iterations yeah, of yeah. them. I mean, yeah. it has the separate colors and whatnot. But it's as far as only, like, one of the only games that actually went off the Mirage. Yeah. I mean, there's there's little pieces of it in that original 1989 one, right. like I said, the 89 cover is the like, cover is absolutely yeah, from uh, I think issue four. Yeah, of yeah. The yeah. Comic. They still have the red masks yeah. on the, on yeah. the box yeah. art and everything, but not the game itself. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Total Time was like, I mean, Super NES. Uh, it was uh, one of the first games that actually uh, fully showed what you know uh, that bit could do. Oh yeah, you had all the villains. Yeah, and, that, and it, cool. it looks like the arcade. It does. There's yeah. no yeah. downgrade in those no. graphics. No, yeah. there's not. Yeah. And it even has the thing where you flip the foot soldier at your screen. Yeah. Like, it looks like a fling at the screen. It's like a 3D image. Such a trip. It was such a trip. It really was. Yeah. Such Depending a good on the level, it could either be the foot soldier face first into the screen or ass first into yes. the screen. <clears throat> yeah, and the oh. first time you fight a uh, uh, shredder in the Technodrome, where you could flip them into the screen. Right. And actually show the screen like breaking a little bit because that's how you beat the stage. That's how you beat right. Shredder. That's the only way to beat Shredder. Yeah. You're not like sh- fighting him like in an arcade style type thing where you're going like side screen. You're actually having to flip foot soldiers t- all- in your own face. Right. Just to damage him enough to build a advance. Right. Well, actually, it's advanced, but in that well, that's game, that's in, the in point of the game. story. Yeah. yeah that's in that that's game, where he sends you back in time. You go back in time. So right. You're not really advancing, per se. Right, and then at that point, I mean, we have, like, Stone Age you mm-hmm. have to fight through, which is where we see Slash. Yep. And they have, I'm not sure what time period the train was supposed to be, because the level design doesn't really lend itself to anything other than, hey, we're on a train. Yeah. 1800s, maybe? There we go. Sure, yeah. that sounds good to me. We have foot soldiers on horseback in that one? Yeah, yeah that's, that's good. Yeah, they do yeah, light yeah, up. That's, that's yeah. right, that's great. Yeah. Uh, I'll say 1800s, because it, it mm. has, like, a cowboy-esque... There you go. Yeah, that's what they're going and that's for. the Leatherhead yeah. uh, level. Yeah. That's where he shows up. Like they really got creative for that game. They did. And right, and then the pirate ship was the that was always my favorite of like the the ones that are supposed to be back in time. And didn't even go like all the way into far future. Oh yeah, like yeah, far future. That's probably it's far future. Oh, I I didn't look up what years that. I wonder if it's like yeah, probably like two thousand right twenty twenty or something like that. I was. I wonder if it was 2099. <laughs> if they went to 2020, they would just show up. Around, that would be it, funny, considering. Because around that time, a lot of comics had 2099 comics. Yeah, 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 like yeah. Ultimate Spider-Man, yeah. Spider-Man, yeah, Spider-Man, Spider-Man yeah. X-Men. Yeah. Yeah. Miguel O'Hara. Right around the same time period of wins. You know, fair point. Yeah. Yeah, the 2020 would just be them having to stay home <laughs> and wear masks when they go out. <laughs> well, it's like, That'd uh, be so boring. Teenage Mundane Ninja Turtles. <laughs> so there was also, as, as we mentioned, there's a Super Nintendo port of the game yeah. that uh, came out in 92. There was also, in 2009, a remaster titled uh, Turtles in Time Reshelled. Didn't get the best reception. People but didn't love that one. Why was that? I personally think it was just because they did a little more than people really wanted. Uh, I mean, original Turtles in Time is kind of, like Billy was saying, it's yeah. kind of the benchmark for Ninja Turtle games. Yeah. Even all the way up until... Day. Right, even all the way up until 2009. Um, So when it it, it didn't play the same, the Turtles didn't... They didn't make the game look prettier. They made it look like a different game, and it just it felt like a bad version of the game and made they, today. And they took things out of it too from the right. original uh, right. uh, Turtles in Time. Right. That, I think if nothing else, they took the the Super Nintendo levels mm-hmm. out, and it was just the arcade levels right. at which, that point, which upset a lot of people. Right. Which why would you do that? It's it, a home console release. Right. Keep exactly. the home console release level exactly. in there. Exactly. Yes. But bringing it back to the Game Boy at this point, with the second iteration of that. It's the same thing as the first one, just with prettier graphics. I don't have a lot of 
Yeah. Facts to throw at this one if anybody has anything yeah. to throw in. What's it called? Is that Back from the Sewers? That is Back from yeah. the Sewers. Back from yeah. the Sewers. I had it, but I don't have anything to add. Yeah, no, it's yeah. just another the rest of it, I don't really have much to add. Right. It's, it's yeah. The only real positive thing you could say in it is it's, it has a slight graphical upgrade from the first one, and the designs do look a little bit more like the cartoon versions yes. yeah. right. of the Turtles, uh, which is a you know nice change of pace, seeing as especially most of the audience that was going to be buying that game were the people watching that cartoon. Right. Yeah. That's true. Well, they wouldn't be buying the game, but they would be playing. Yeah, playing yeah, the game. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I hate being. Our parents would be. I hate that. being an adult yeah. thinking in terms oh, like yeah, that. Yeah. Correcting myself. Yeah, really. I wish my parents still bought me video games. Though. I'm honestly surprised we even sold well at all because that's around a time of like Game Gear and whatnot. Yeah. And showing like actual. I did have color, Game Gear. Right. Color graphics on a handheld. Yeah. I did have Game Gear. Game Gear's big though. You could beat a man to death with one. You of those could. Those things are heavy. You could probably do it with the Game Boy too. Sure, yeah. they wanted to. Let's be well, fair. Well, the uh, battery pack. For the Game Gear alone, it was like carrying around a charger, not a charger, but a, uh, a AC adapter for the NES. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah, it was. <coughs> and moving on to, as previously mentioned before, the Manhattan Project, which would be number three on yep. NES, uh, which came out in 92. This one, the story is a little interesting, only starts off with them on vacation, on vacation. in Key West. I remember yeah. that. Fun. Yeah. 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 And, like, the opening cutscene is, like, them on lawn chairs on the beach with mm -hmm. sunglasses yeah. on and whatnot. And till <laughs> yet again, April O'Neil's reporting gets interrupted by Shredder, in which case he lets everyone know he has turned the borough of Manhattan into a floating island. Yep. I hate when that happens. Right, all the yeah, time. Yeah. God damn, Avengers couldn't do anything about they it either. Uh, and then, as always, you know, turtles give chase. We have to thwart, thwart, thwart Shredder at the end. That is thwart, not easy to say. hard to say together. Thwart right? Shredder. Uh, and then, at the same time, in the same year, we had Hyperstone Heist coming out. Sega Genesis. For Sega Genesis. Yeah, uh, I played that one. I don't remember much about it, but I did play that one. Clearly, it was it was the... Uh, you, you can't even call it heavily inspired. It's just... It's, the tur it's Turtles in Time for Sega Genesis. This is what Konami did whenever they would make games. Like just to keep it uh, cartoon-related, Animaniacs. Mm -hmm. They have a game on Super Nintendo. They have a game on Sega Genesis. They could have released the same game on both systems, but instead they made two completely different games, yep. which is what they did with Ninja Turtles. It's even what they did with Castlevania, because you had Super Castlevania 4 <coughs> on Super NES, then you had stuff like Bloodlines on Sega Genesis, which are two completely different World games. Mortal Kombat did the same thing. Beavis and Butthead yeah. games completely different. I, yeah. yeah. And Brandon Stimpy. Yeah. Brandon Stimpy. Oh, right. I had that way up there, Ren Stiffy one made me so mad. <laughs> <laughs> and then to round out the Game Boy games in 1993, we have part three, Radical Rescue. Radical Rescue. Uh, this one a lot different from the other ones. This one's actually worth mentioning. That was the one that you showed earlier, right? That it's looked, a lot more. It, that looked way better. Yes, it's yeah. a lot more of like a, a real action adventure game. It's it's it, online. They tried to compare it to Metroidvania games. I don't know if I'd go that far with it. I wouldn't go that far. But it's it's more than just you walking from left to right and beating up Foot Clan right. uh, members. The story actually is almost, I, th I think Brandon referred to it earlier as like a kid-friendly last Ronin. <laughs> because not yeah. Mikey hasn't lost everybody to death, but they've all been kidnapped and the game starts off with you as Mikey yep. going to Rescue, rescue the rest of the turtles, and then eventually rescue April and Splinter. <laughs> Alright, and moving on next will be the anomaly of all of this tournament <laughs> fighters <laughs> so there's a version for super nintendo there's a version for sega genesis and then the year after those two drop the nes version of the game comes out 
The only thing I can chalk that up to is that just fighting games were extremely popular at the time. Oh, yeah. So why not try to get yeah. one on NES for the people who haven't been able to upgrade yet? I guess was their thought process. Also, but Street Fighter was like, oh yeah, way it was, up it was there the king for, at that yeah, point. Yeah, it was yeah. the king for everybody. And you can see that in the the Super Nintendo <laughs> version of of Tournament Fighters because it is damn near a reskin no. of Street Fighter without any of the charm. <laughs> but the interesting thing about uh, Tournament Fire, so it has a different story for each that's system. What, I think that's so cool. Like it's a different story. Whether you if you get it on Genesis uh, or NES, it's it kind of like makes you want to buy each version, right? And uh, so, like the story in the NES version is that the turtles are fighting it out amongst themselves to figure out who would be the most fit to fight Shredder. I don't know why they're not just gonna bum rush the dude, but you know, we have to shoehorn stories for video games to make sense sometimes. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, and then after you get done fighting. Your Turtle Brothers, you move on to fight Casey Jones, and I believe Dragon Warrior is actually who it is? Yeah, I think so. And, and then you fight Shredder, and that's the end of that. And then for Sega Genesis, the story was actually, you were fighting alien clones in Dimension X. After, <laughs> Naturally, yeah. Right, after, I don't know, Krang was the one who interrupted the airwaves this time and started talking to the Well, turtles. at least they changed it up a little bit. Right? Yeah. Uh, but there are also clones in the game of... Ray Filet, Casey Jones, April O'Neil, and this character Sisyphus that they created just for that Sisyphus. game. For that wow. version of the game, too, is my understanding. Uh, and then the Super Nintendo story was a lot more basic. It was basically there was a, a tournament was being put together, and the Turtles? Turtles? The Turtles. The Turtles found out that Shredder had entered himself in the tournament, so as always, to stop Shredder, the turtles into the tournament so that they can thwart him. Uh, seems a little rude on the turtles' part, and this yeah, like he's not even yeah. trying to take over the world. Yeah, he's just kind of doing his just, own thing, yeah, right? He's just trying to go win a tournament, maybe do some karate on the weekends, and here they are to just ruin his fucking fun. And let's uh, we can all agree that Genesis is the first best version of this game, right? Uh, I'll go Super Nintendo. I think it looks way better. I go Super Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate the story. In Genesis, I like the evil clones and whatnot, but uh, I personally like the Super Nintendo. I feel like it's a little more easy to pick up and play, but that's just, just my opinion on that one. Uh, but it is worth noting at this point in 1993, a cumulative $450 million was made by just TMNT video games. Really? Mm -hmm. Okay, yes. that's very interesting. I thought that was a, an interesting okay. tidbit to bring up. And then, so this brings us to 2003. We'll start lightning round and stuff a little this bit, unless we have got more to add. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm good. This is when okay. we get to the 2003, like, cartoon games, correct? Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. right. And, uh, I believe there's, like, what is there, three of them? 2003, the game came out the same year as the series started, so they clearly already had an idea to go into back into video games. At yeah, this yeah. point, they'd kind of been lacking a little bit for a few years. Well, that was during kind of what I call the dark period. <laughs> right. There is, it is worth noting... Uh, on PlayStation 1, there is supposedly a long-lost Next Mutation video game that hmm. never was released. I want that game. I'm not, right? mm, not familiar with that one. Right. Uh, I haven't been able to find any footage or anything of it, but I did find a few articles Probably people one talking about development, it. Probably one development, I guess. Right. Uh, like the Daredevil game we never got. Right. And PlayStation 1 was super hit or miss mm -hmm. for quality, so it could have either been like the thing of legend for how bad it is, you know, it was the new, the next mutation, after all. Uh, or it, it, it could have actually been really good. Oh, yeah. but uh, I, would, I would love they were done like a tactics-type game. Oh, yeah, that could have been fun. That would have been great. Uh, but 
but so the 2003 game also had two sequels with Battle Nexus and Mutant Nightmare. Uh, all three of these games are great. They're they're beat em ups with a, a few extra bells and whistles because you get to do a little bit of platforming and, and things of that sort, the boss battles. Uh, and it's more than just left to right. It's it's actual like completely I guess I'm like realized three D. Yeah. Uh, but it's not quite as deep as like some of the PS2 titles of the era, like God of War, does Devil have, May Cry, or anything like that. Does it have like that, that. god-awful theme song? Yes, that is One, actually... two, three, four. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles! Turtles got it all! Alright, uh, that is actually how I know the, the, that thing. Because I played those games, because... I ended up getting the the first one for Christmas the year it came out just because yeah. my parents were like, "Hey, turtles, and it's in. It'll be fine." Uh, which did did lead me to learning something that's pretty cool about the first game. I don't know if the sequels did it, but so the first Ninja Turtle game on PlayStation Two was one of the first games I remember playing that actually acknowledged the calendar in your system. And so if you played the game on say Christmas Day, like I did the first time, your turtle would be running around with a little Santa hat yeah. on. Yeah. Uh, which just little little touches like that I always appreciate. Uh, but on PlayStation 2, we also had in 2007 a video game based off of the 2007 film, uh, which is actually a, a pretty good game. It's single player, which is a little bit weird again to go back to yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, but you do still play as all the different turtles in that game. Uh, you get to play through the story of the movie. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, but yeah. But do you get to fight Raphael and Leonardo? I don't think you do. I think maybe they throw that in there in a cutscene. Yeah, I think because they do kind of just use clips from the movie as cutscenes. Yeah, and probably have the same graphics, right? So skipping ahead, so the 2012 series didn't have the most critically acclaimed video games, but it did have two games for home consoles with PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360 era, and then there was also in 2017 an arcade game put out by Raw Thrills. Uh, is very similar to the two past arcade games, so it's just a beat-em-up, but it is in the 2012 animated style. Upcoming video games we have, we have a Mutant Mayhem game coming out, oh. which the publisher doesn't have the best track record. Uh, now, publisher is different from developer, but if you look at their list of games, it's a lot of, like, little, little kid games. Like, Not like kid games, but little, little like, kid what games. you tell me earlier before like recording. Paw Patrol oh, and Peppa Pig like and preschool. things like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, doesn't mean that they're not capable of, of publishing. Yeah, you never know. They might, who knows who their developer's going to be. This is going to be a different demo. Right. It's going to be uh, a little bit older. And then least. we also have a Last Ronin game coming out, which yes. well, we're excited they, about. Yes. They're definitely pimping that out as in, like, this is essentially going to be Turtles Arkham Asylum. And, uh, and I think R-rated. I think oh, right. R-rated. Yes, be R-rated. Uh, and I'm, and it's, it's being uh, published by THQ Nordic, who's yep. got a great track oh, record. Yeah. Uh, but developed by Black Forest Games, which are known for doing more of the more recent Gianna Sister remasters and the Destroy All Humans remasters. Yeah. Uh, along, <laughs> along with the attempt of bringing everyone's favorite feline, Bubsy, back oh, to the world of video my. games with the Woolies Strike Back. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> I love Bubsy. That came out at the, at the right time for me. So. I always liked Bubsy, but oh my god, what was it? It was like Bubsy 3D, which oh, everyone was on yeah. PlayStation. 3D, yeah. yeah, one of the worst oh, games ever. Yeah, yeah, that's trash. But I do want to take a few more minutes to talk about the newest Ninja Turtle game to be released. To bring that up if you uh, with up. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Shredder's Revenge, released in 2022, cross-platform. Uh, even recently, just had physical copies released for the Switch, mm -hmm. which was not originally part of its oh, release. Cool. So. Okay. 
Including everybody into it. Me and Jimmy just played that before we started recording, and I really enjoyed it. I was April O'Neil. And I was Casey Jones, and it was pretty cool. Graphics look great. Some voices we all recognized. Thought it was pretty pretty, pretty pretty well done. It was very much... You could definitely tell that they were fans of the arcade game in Turtles in Time. Definitely. Oh, it's a game that it stands on the shoulders of Giants. Yeah, 100%. You can tell that it was... It's a love letter. Uh, all the other past and it's, it's yeah, beat em up games. Like, and I already told Mike, me and him, we're, we're going to play through it someday because I, I really enjoyed what I saw. There's a lot of uh, references from the 87 uh, cartoon as right. well. Oh, it's it's based in it's, that world. That's why you have yeah, yeah, people like Jones is very 87. Vern and Vernon oh, yeah, and Irma, Irma and, and yeah. the neutrinos the are in there, are the punk frogs are in there. Yep. But yeah, I, I can't say enough good about that game. Even like the control scheme is amazing because you can play it as simple as you want with just smashing the attack button and occasionally jumping, <laughs> but it has all kinds of other little little different things you can do with the control scheme. They actually made use of every button, and it doesn't feel like they shoehorned in a use of every button. Every button has like a, a good use. Right. So you can basically play that game as simple or as deep as you want, which I think is... I mean, that's all you want out of video games as far as a control scheme. And the price scheme. tag's not too bad either. Price tag's only $25 originally. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, there was also recently DLC yeah. that came out that gave... Yokimbo? Uh, it gave us yes. Usagi Yokimbo. Did I say that right? Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I, I put a little, I put a little, <laughs> say, put a little like, accent on there. A little Latin there. I'll just say Japanese character. U- Usagi and Karai are the, the DLC characters. It also gives you survival mode, which has a few new levels that are really just backgrounds as opposed to levels. Yeah. But one of those is actually based on the Mirage comics. It's black and white. That I want to uh, see. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Uh, but the music in this game, oh my god, I, I cannot say enough about the music. I mean, it's got recognizable names on it. I mean, you have Mike Patton of Faith No More singing the Ninja <laughs> oh, Turtles okay. theme cool. to kick the game off. I've seen them play before. And then you have original tracks by uh, Megaran. Then you have another one done by Ghostface Killer and Raekwon bringing it back to Wu-Tang, Wu-Tang Clan. forever. See, my, my, my mashup wasn't that far off. They've already worked together. Um, and then also, uh, one of the songs, maybe my favorite song on the game, Panic in the Sky, the level I had you all play earlier yeah. with the, the real 80s sounding theme. Yeah. Uh, actually features YouTuber guitarist Johnny Atma is the one who's who's okay. shredding things up on there. No idea who he, he is, but he, he, he kills it on that song. Yeah. Uh, the game was a massive success. It sold a million copies within the first week. Uh, and yeah, I, I just can't say enough kind things about the game. But I will try to stop myself from rambling. So right. <laughs> there is our, our video games timeline. It was also like one of, one of the more lengthier um, oh uh, yeah, it's, turtle, it's, turtle it's game about well. three hours yeah. for a runtime, yeah. which is I mean, which is actually really good mm-hmm. for a yeah. turtle game, right? And then it just it's, it's twenty five bucks too, and yeah. endless yeah, replayability. Not, 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 not. Oh yeah, I mean the, the fact that they actually added like leveling up in yeah. a Ninja Turtle yeah. game and, and there's challenges, right? Stuff like that, yeah. And uh, and there's there's different skins you can unlock, and they're not the easiest to unlock. No. So you'd be spending a lot of time no. doing it. Yeah, some of the challenges are not very easy either. Oh, you mean like going through entire levels without getting hit once? Yeah, it's yeah. very frustrating. Very frustrating, yeah. I have trouble yeah. doing it because my anxiety. Yeah. Oh, I'll get to the end and I'll realize like, oh, hey, you've done really good. And you have, son of a bitch! Yep. And I'll just get hit while I'm thinking about yeah. not getting hit. Yeah, one little laser beam hits and you're just like, fuck. Yeah. Before we uh, end this episode today, I want to go over what eSports Illustrated, that's the... Uh, the uh, video game portion of Sports Illustrated, that's apparently a thing. Fair enough. Uh, they gave their top ten favorite TMNT video games earlier this year. Yep. And I just wanted to go over that list really quickly and see if you guys disagree with it. 
Alright. Coming in at number 10 from 2004 on GameCube, Xbox, PS2, and the PC, TMNT2 Battle Nexus. I would probably put it a little higher than that, but it would definitely be on the list. <laughs> I put it on the list, yeah. Num number nine from Game Boy is Radical Rescue, which we talked yes. pretty good about that if earlier. any of the Game Boy games. Yeah. Not, I don't know about the Game Boy Advance games, because there were a couple that came out, but... Yeah. Um, yeah, as far as, like, original Game Boy, the third one's the only one that belongs on this list. I agree entirely. Probably put it number <clears throat> 10 before I would not know. I would put that point no. 10 as well. Number 8 is the orig original OG itself, the 1989 NES TMNT game. Mm. The original yeah, Konami. It's probably, I, I mean, you, I think that's you fair. started from there, you know? Yeah. Oh, no, it, it, it needs to be on the list, because it's not even that it's a bad game, it's just it's very frustrating and difficult. Yeah. be top five for me, at least. Oh, well, fair. Yeah. Number seven is the Manhattan Project from NES in 1991. I'd put that top five. Yeah, yeah. I would, too. I actually that probably like Manhattan that, Project. That, I did, too. Manhattan that was probably my favorite NES yeah. Turtle game. That was yeah, a great I game. think so, too. No, uh, number six is... The uh, TMNT uh, movie video game from 2007 from the, for the Game Boy Advance. Oh, okay. I've never actually played the GBA version of it. I knew there was Love one. Love the PlayStation 2 version. I knew there was one, but I've never played it myself. And here are the top five. Number five, Hyperstone Heist, 1992 Sega Genesis game. I mean, that's fair. Yeah. A lot of people like that one, apparently. Um, number four, is, we just talked about it, Shredder's Revenge from 2003. Number four. Um, wow. I've... Personally, I think if I'm making a list and I'm being honest, that's my number one. So it'd be a number four. I don't agree with, but at least it's top five. I'd put it three for me. Number three for them is Tournament Fighters from 1993. <laughs> Did they specify console? Oh, okay. It's your brand new version. So I, apparently uh, they like that one the best. 100% don't agree with that one. Yeah. But, Did they but, specify getting your ass kicked by... I, uh, I mean, if you put in the time and learn that game, who knows, it might be good and fun and rewarding, but it is... Maybe. It, I think y'all will agree with the top two, though. Okay. Number two... Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the arcade game, and number one, Turtles in Time. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I definitely I don't, don't disagree. That that wouldn't be my <coughs> list, but I, I can't say. I, I would disagree change the list it. around a little bit, but the top two, I, I, I'm so. I said that, that, those are my top two. Shredder's oh, yeah. Revenge will probably get in my top three after we play it somewhere right. in the future. So I, think so. I really yeah, enjoyed. Pretty that. impressive. Yeah, like I said, I, I put that as number three for me, but yeah. And for anybody listening, uh, if you have Xbox Game Pass or uh, mm -hmm. PlayStation Plus, Shredder's Revenge is currently on both of those. Nice. Oh, yeah. So you don't even have to shell out the 25. Yeah, <laughs> shell out. <laughs> <laughs> See what I do. That's bad that's why we, no. Oh, okay. it is, but it's fine. Okay. <laughs> that's why we pay you the big bucks. <laughs> Just $10, that's all. Yeah. <laughs> we don't even pay them. And then you get access to all the other games that yeah. are on yeah. Game Pass or PlayStation Plus. Or, or you can do Game Pass free monthly if you so choose and just... Cancel your prescription. Oh, yeah. If you, if you want to be a dick about it. If you want to be a dick about it and not be like <laughs> me and pay monthly. <laughs> well, thank you once again for tuning in to TurtleCast. And thank you, Mike and Jimmy, for taking us under your learning tree today to teach us about the toys and the video games of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Jimmy, tell people how they can keep uh, track of our podcast. Uh, well, you can go online to uh, Facebook and uh, at the TurtleCast uh Facebook page. Uh, there's all kinds of updates there, not just updates about the podcast and new episodes, but updates about other things going on in the world of Ninja Turtles. Uh, so that's a good place to start. Uh, if you want to uh, follow the podcast, and then when a new one comes in, it'll go right into your phone. You can go to your podcast uh, uh, of choice, uh, which would be your Spotify's and your Apple or your Amazon podcasts, 
and uh, follow us and, and give us likes. Maybe even give us a review. Give us uh, five stars or how many stars, whatever whatever mm -hmm. the five, I think system so is. It's At least four. Yeah, it's a much more un less interesting system than something I would come up with. Right. Uh, but uh, yeah, give us, uh, give us a grade and uh, yeah. Is that everything as far as the how to get a get up with the podcast? Oh, Twitter! You can go. Oh, I'm sorry. X. 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 You can go Elon on Musk X. is listening. Yes, you can go on X. No, he's not. Give us a search cool out. Search out Turtlecast on X and uh, follow us, and uh, there will be updates there as well. At Turtlecast 2023, I believe is the handle. Nice, nice. Next time will be our grand finale, and it's sure to be a doozy. <laughs> Think of it as a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle potpourri of sorts. We're going to cover you, you a little way. bit of everything. We're going to cover the things that we've been wanting to cover that didn't really fit into, you know, the subjects we've done so far. If you thought we seem unorganized before. <laughs> oh, it's this. It's going to be... It might be another four-hour one, Jimmy. It might be. <laughs> um, a lot to talk about. We're, we're going to talk about some of the most bizarre moments in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle history. We're going to talk about coming out of their show... Come on, up. We're going to talk about coming out of their shells tour. We're going to talk about the next mutation. How about we wish you a turtle Christmas? Or that episode of Oprah that nobody can seem to get through. <laughs> and you know what? I'm even going to tell you the full story of Hitler and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Adventures. All that and more, because there's going to be other stuff. I know. We might talk turtle pies, even. Mm. Oh, I know Jimmy wants to talk turtle pies. Well, we're, we're talking the porn, so we're definitely talking turtle pies. Oh, oh are we going said, to talk about the porn? You said coming out of your shells. Oh, my. Uh, <laughs> that doesn't sound like a turtle pie. Are, right. are we? No, that's, that's the porn. We're going to need links to that one, Jimmy. Uh, <laughs> well, you can definitely count on us. It's, it's, it's <laughs> this episode is going to be absolutely mental. It's going to be great. I cannot wait for it. Uh, so join us next time for the grand finale of TurtleCast. Cowabunga! Turtle power! Mutant Hero Turtles Radical are only on the Nintendo console. Nintendo, the world's number one game system.